and welcome back everyone to first gen's table talks with leslie mendez today's episode will be different this will be a spanglish segment which will be in spanish and english we will also have special guests who are students from arkansas tech sharing their stories being first generation students Hola, bienvenidos a todos al podcast de Primera Generación con Leslie Méndez. En este episodio vamos a hablar de qué es Primera Generación y también vamos a tener a estudiantes a hablar de sus experiencias ser Primera Generación estudiantes. Voy a pedirles una pequeña introducción de los estudiantes, sus nombres, qué estudian y dónde son. Uh, me llamo Justin Fuentes, estudio Ingeniería Mecánica y soy de Honduras. Mi nombre es Evelyn León, estudo, estudio Enfermería y soy de Bryant. Entonces, para ustedes, ¿qué significa Primera Generación? Pero antes que me digan la respuesta, les voy a decir a todos la definición de Primera Generación. So, la Primera Generación es de los padres de alguien cuando han obtenido un bachillerato y yo creo que en nuestros hogares nuestros padres no saben qué significa primera generación yo pienso que cuando nomás escuchan generación hablan así de las generaciones de familias y todo eso pero cuando primera generación se quedan como qué qué es primera generación entonces para ustedes qué significa primera generación Uh, creo que para mí primera generación es, es el, el hermano que va y agarra el, el, el bachillerato. No importa si es el, el mayor o el menor, pero es el primero que se gradúa de la universidad. Uh, para mí es un estudiante que, que va a college, uh, que es el primero de su familia, que sus papás no, no fueron al colegio. Bueno, a la universidad. Ok. Um, igual que yo, yo pienso que es lo mismo que han dicho ustedes dos. Um, yo pienso que es más entre nosotros que sabemos que es primera generación. Pero para educar... Saben que en la casa de los hispanos es un poco... Es como digamos que nuestros papás son un poco tercos. <laughs> y no saben... Like, you know what I'm talking about? So... We're saying how like our like in a Hispanic household, our parents are just stubborn and like hard-headed when we like talk about certain things like what's first generation and and I feel like sometimes we have to like tell our parents like you know what this is what it is and we know mm -hmm. what first generation is which is like someone who hasn't obtained a bachelor's degree and so I think it's important to tell our parents like what is first generation and I feel like now that we are living in the 21st century it's more important to tell them like okay so you know we're going to college and this is what we do and then sometimes they get mad like for example fui a la casa con mi papá and me dijo como se hace esto on his Facebook app and I was like sir I don't know Um, and he was like, Entonces, ¿pa qué vas a la escuela? And I was like, they don't teach me this stuff. I was like, I write papers. I was like, I don't know what's on Facebook. <laughs> y luego me dice, ay, Leslie, no sirves para nada. And I'm just like, okay. No, because mi papá también me ha dicho, me dice, Entonces, ¿por qué li uh, leen tantos libros? ¿No les enseñan esto en esos libros o qué? And I'm just like, dang. Yeah, it's like that. And I feel like our parents sometimes don't understand and I feel like that's a struggle. Mm -hmm. So, la segunda pregunta para ustedes es, 
¿Cuáles han sido algunas de las adversidades que han tenido? Para mí creo que fue el idioma, porque cuando llegué a los Estados Unidos no sabía inglés y pues tuve que aprender durante mis años de high school en, y pues creo que en mi casa el único que hablaba inglés era mi papá. Es, es algo difícil porque pues todos los documentos están en inglés y yo no los entendía. Pero con el tiempo fui aprendiendo y se me hizo más fácil, pero al mismo tiempo es difícil ser primera generación en la universidad. Um, para mí, pienso que sería más um, not being with my parents, like being in the household. Uh, como yo tengo dos hermanas, las dos fueron, um, they have some college from technical school. And I guess I was the first to have like an actual like college experience away from home. Y no sé si son todas las familias hispanas que ya ves que they move out like cuando ya se van a casar. Like mm -hmm. mi hermana tiene 24 años and she just moved out like last year. Y yo soy la, la hija menor. So I think it was just difficult like for me as well for my parents. You know, que like que no estoy en la casa. Like no los veo often. Mm -hmm. yeah. You know what I mean? Because we're far away. I mean, yeah, yeah I'm in the same yeah. boat. Because, I mean, I'm from Little Rock, and Russellville is an hour away. Mm -hmm. And, you know, like, you know, being in school and then in college is, like, yeah, you don't get to talk to them as much. And it's not the same because, like, obviously, it just depends your relationship with your parents as well. Sí, porque soy más cercana con mi mamá que con mi papá. So I just really text my dad when I need money. And me dice, tú solo me texteas cuando necesitas dinero. And I'd be like... Yeah, <laughs> and then my mom, I call my mom every day, and uh -huh. on her lunch break, and that's when I don't have class, and I'm just like, what you doing, <laughs> and yeah, I mean, it's just, it's, it's different, and I guess, like, it's hard for our parents, but I have a younger sibling, and it's just two of us, and um, it's like setting the example, but we're very different, because, you know, um, My brother, he works with my dad in construction sometimes. So it's like he's he said that he wants to do architecture, mm -hmm. be an architect, and then uh, go to school for that. And I was just like, well, you know, it's just very different. But he doesn't like come to me and ask him. But my parents are like, you're setting an example. So, but mm -hmm. it's different because he's a boy. Mm -hmm. But mm, it's it's looking Japanese. So okay, Justin, para ti. Aprender otro idioma inglés. Entonces, ¿cómo hacías las tareas? Google Translate. Yep. Uh, me tocaba traducir todos los papeles y luego, pues, like, redo them in English first. And then, I mean, in Spanish and then redo them in English. Like, essays too and all that stuff. It was just time consuming. And, like, uh, back in high school, I got discriminated because of it a lot. I remember back in my math class, uh, I love, I'm not, I'm, I hate math, but I'm good at it. And uh, every time I would get called up for the end, I knew my numbers in English, right? Mm -hmm. And, uh, but I didn't know three was say that way. I would say tree instead. Oh. So I would say 93 and like everybody would laugh and I would be like, clueless. Uh, and it got to a point where one of the kids, he got close to me, he's like, you know, you're saying it wrong, right? And I was like, Is that what they're laughing? Like, I didn't find out until, like, the end of eighth grade. So, you know, I went home and started practicing, and I was like, 93, 93. 
<laughs> and that's how I got it down. And uh, I remember my history teacher. She was really nice to me. And uh, she would, like, you know, tell me to do stuff, you know, back in junior high or middle school. Like, if you turn on this marble, like, that was, like, a privilege or something. And she was like, hey, can you, like, turn on this marble for me? And I remember this chick, like, just out loud, she was like, why are you even speaking to him? Like, he doesn't even understand. Like, and I understood everything they said. But uh, I just looked at it, and uh, I mean, I didn't know English that well to defend myself at the time. So she was like, she was like, well, he probably doesn't know English, but he definitely has a better grade than you. Like she defended me and like, as you know, it's like vividly in my head and I remember that. But yeah, it was, that was the hard part about it. Like the whole discrimination and it wasn't fun. So coming to college, how was the process for y'all? I mean, like being first gen and like for you, your barrier was like learning English. Yeah. And yours is like not being, you know, being the baby of the house and it's just like moving out and going yeah. to school and being away from like, what do y'all think? I mean, it was, it's definitely hard because coming out of high school, I was going to take a gap year myself. Like I told myself that I was like, I'm going to take a gap year. And I hadn't told my parents about it, but I showed up and I told my mom. She was like, uh-uh. She's like, enciende el carro y ahorita vamos a la universidad. So we went to Morton and like, I didn't want to go. I want to be honest with you. But my mom was someone that pushed me because like, I wasn't sure what to do back in high school. Like, like I, it, it wasn't it wasn't really helpful because of like I didn't have the right guidance. So once I did the two years like at the community college, uh, I knew somewhat what I wanted to do, and it was easier. And like I mean, I'm still kind of winging it, but it's it's getting better. Okay, so creen ustedes que siendo primera generación, nuestros padres nos enseñaron a ir a la universidad. Like, te empujaron a ir a la universidad. Like, no era un no. Aunque ellos no saben que es primera generación, pero te dijeron, tenés que ir a la universidad. Mm, no me dijeron directamente, tienes que ir. Pero, I mean, yo desde que estaba, like, más chiquilla, like, middle school, I think that's whenever I realized, like, oh, like, I'm definitely going to college. Because yo pensaba, like, ¿qué voy a hacer, you know? Yeah. I think for me, it, it was like, yeah, just being the oldest. And like, in school, like in middle school, siempre te decían like, do your homework. Or like my parents would be like, Jesse tu tarea. But like also, it was obviously like, it was a barrier, like being the first child. Mm -hmm. And you know, our, well, us, even though like we were, um, we're from here, it's like, it was still difficult because like my parents didn't know English like that. Mm -hmm. Entonces, cuando hacía la tarea, I'd be like, I was a kid and I was like, you know, sé cómo se hace esto. Pero así como like you said those numbers, it's easy because I mean, you can like you don't like there's not a language for yeah, numbers. For numbers uh -huh. So you know, like that that's easy. So like, okay, so mirabas que era dos y dos es cuatro. So I so my friends would be like, you know, you could yeah. use fingers, objects mm -hmm. and stuff. And I feel like that's a way like that's cool, you know, because like that's a way we can learn and our parents can learn with us. It even teaches though, like, you the way your parents learn. 
too. Like, because uh, my mom, like, she didn't, she didn't go to school at all. She barely got her GED, and I was the one that helped her out. Like, you know, I was her tutor and everything. And uh, she would get so frustrated sometimes that she would cry. So, like, I had to, like, find my way around around and find ways to, like, teach her and how she would learn. But most definitely, like you said, like, it, it, it's different. But, yeah. Like, I I kind of feel bad. Like, if I was struggling with homework or something, like, mi malo se me decía, like, como quisiera ayudarte, pero no puedo. Yeah, and I feel like that's everywhere. I feel like that's something, like, our listeners can, like, um, relate to because it's like, you know, as, you're, as a kid, it's like, it's like, damn, like, <laughs> you don't know what to, what to tell your parents because you're a child and then you're just, like, sitting there, like, pues yo no sé qué hacer, and... And, and then, I don't even know, now that I think about it, like how our teachers, like how we would turn it in, and I wonder what teachers, what, teachers what they go through their head, like, you know, like, obviously they have, they know another language, like, you know, when I was little, I guess a child, solo hablábamos español, like no hablábamos inglés, porque inglés es nuestro segundo idioma, entonces... Creo que nomás cuando empecé a crecer más, hablé más inglés. And now at home, we speak English. I mean, me and my brother are like five years apart. So he's a teenager. Mm-hmm. And so all we do is speak English is at, is at home. But my mom and my dad, I mean, they always speak to us in Spanish. But then they always talk to us in English. Like, we talk to them in English and then talk to us in Spanish. But we still respond in English. Mm-hmm. But sometimes we do talk in Spanish. But... Se pierde a veces y a veces cuando uno habla con otra persona extraña, es que tus papás saben cómo tú hablas en español, o so te entienden. Uh-huh. Pero si hablas con otra persona, no te van a atender. Por ejemplo, en la universidad, yo estoy tomando español y a veces creo que no me entienden mi español. Pero entre otras personas sí te conocen, like, uh-huh. saben cómo hablas. Sí. So yo pienso que es otra cosa que nosotros tenemos que... Like, that's what... I don't know how to explain that. Uh-huh. Y tal vez muchos otros estudiantes que van a escuchar se relacionan a eso. Yeah. Like, I mean, at my house, my dad's always like, no inglés, like, solo español. Uh, and that's because, like, we have our two younger siblings that, I mean, they were born and raised here. And me and my sister, we were born over there, so we went to school over there. And, like, we have, like, we, I know a lot of Spanish compared to my sibling. So they're always like either saying stuff, you know, backwards or like saying it wrong. And me and my dad and my mom are always trying to like correct them and stuff. So it's like, es para como para mantener la cultura en la casa, para que no se pierda. <laughs> you see, um, I have two little brothers, the twins. Mm-hmm. Um, they only speak to my parents in English, like por inglés, like maybe a few words in Espanol. ¿Y qué piensas que tu papá dice? Um, I mean, I think they're trying to look at it, like, in a positive way. And they're saying, ellos nos están enseñando a nosotros. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's yeah. 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 I guess you can see it like that. Mm-hmm. Like, my dog. <laughs> she knows English and Spanish. But that's a good thing, because if you think about it, like, that's a dog. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> I'm not saying I'm crazy, but, like, when we say, let's go, mm-hmm. she just, like, like okay like let's go let's go but when my friends were like vamos 
And she comes out running, going to the straight to the door. And she's like, Mom, and we're like, Mama, let's go, go, Mama. He said, And it's crazy how, like, you know, like. Even the dog is bilingual. Yeah. Yeah, I have a dog, and it's the same, too. Like. And I feel like it's a struggle for us that we're bilingual and being first generation students, which is not a struggle, but it's more like we struggle. It's difficult. With this process. Yeah. Yeah, like I had um, a Spanish teacher in high school, like she was showing this this one study and said, basically bilingual students, like they learn everything twice. It's learning everything twice. Yeah, was it translated. Like, uh, mm-hmm. was, weren't there in high school like the ESL class? Yeah, I, I was in some of those. And uh, it was, like, I, compared to everybody in the class, I think I was, like, top of the class when it came to my English. And uh, I remember my ESL teacher, she was like, you understand it, you can listen to it, but you don't want to talk. Because, like, you know, I got made fun of, so, like, I don't want to talk to anybody. And to put it this way, she basically kicked me out of the class. So I could, like, she's like, I want to do this so you could, like, practice. And like she would put, she put me in those like all these like pre AP advanced class where I was like probably the only Hispanic kid, so that drove me like to practice my English more and more and more. Which is good. It is. I mean, doesn't sound like your English. I mean, doesn't sound like you had to learn English. It's like naturally flowing. Like I mean, like my accent sometimes comes out <laughs> here and there, <laughs> mm-hmm. but. Like, I feel like in Spanish, it's different. Like, I don't know. I feel like in Spanish, I just feel like... Siento que no lo hablo bien. A veces sale y a veces no. But the way I see it, as long as I can speak it and uh-huh. people understand me, then I got the message through. <laughs> and y'all, you uh-huh. get what I'm trying to say. So, like, if I go to the, like, to the Hispanic store, and be like, si, me da dos libras de carne asada. They understand. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But even I don't know how to explain. It's just certain words, I guess. Like you know how right now we're talking English and Spanish. Uh-huh. And so to our listeners, you're gonna if you only know English, you're gonna know Spanish by the <laughs> few words that we're <laughs> trying to say. And then if you know español, pues va inglés también. So that's the way I see it as. But it's a good thing, like you know, I guess being first generation students bilingual first generation students it's it's a good thing but it's a struggle and like you know people don't know and this is this is why we're here so we can like share our stories and tell people like you know yeah like this is what we go through as being first generation students and like struggling at the same time just because we're bilingual like some of us have to learn english and some of us is just like we learn it in school because like in like i mean when we go to kindergarten or pre-k like, all we know is Spanish because our parents talk to us in Spanish. So, like, I started Head Start. And so, like, Head Start, I was, like, three years. So, at three years, my parents put me in school. And that's because my parents had to work. So, like, people don't understand, oh, like, you know, like, some of my friends, like, se crecieron, like, sus mamás los recogían a la escuela todos los días. Y a mí no. A mí me recogía el bus. And, like, yo no tengo la experiencia. Like, cuando iban así los field trips... And yo siento que mi mamá cuando a veces hablamos de eso, creo que se siente mal. Y no es porque yo la quiero que se haga sentir mal, pero es la vida. 
Yeah, and that's a struggle that first-generation students have to go through because, I mean, I, I am the oldest one. And, I mean, I don't want to make my parents feel bad just because they didn't go on a field trip with me. But, my like, most of my friends had their parents there, and I'm like, damn. Like, I wish my mom was here. Yeah. You know? And it's just like, now that I look at it, it's just like, but you have to work. And, you know, it's life. Yeah. And I guess it's a good thing because, you know, like, I get to teach my younger sibling on how to do things so now like coming to college when he if he wants to go to college then i'd be like yeah do this and that you know take the act as many times as possible like have your good like just build up a resume and get into college but i'll be there because you know i was able to oh like overcome the barriers that i had to go through so i'll be there so he won't have to go through mm-hmm. so that's the way i see it as but it's the same for me and my sister. My sister, I think my sister, she's a junior uh, in high school right now. And like, uh, whenever I got out, I had my AC2 book, like my AC2 book, and I went to her room. I was like, I was like, este todo a servir. And she's like, what is that? Because she saw how big the AC2 guidebook yeah. is, and she's like, I don't want that. I'm like, I was like, it's like, solo estudia por unos días. I was like, just like review it, and you'll be fine. And she's like, what are you talking about? I was like, it's the ACT. And I would, I told her, I was like, listen, like, you don't have to get a perfect score. Like, don't, don't set your standards that high and then you'll be all stressed out. I'm like, you get a 21 and 22, like, and for the rest, I was like, if you have any questions, like, just talk to me. But she's very, like, we're not very close. Like, she's kind of like to herself a lot. Uh, But lately, uh, I found out that she wants to be a teacher and she wants to go to school. And I was like, well, I was like, if anything, I was like, I have friends that that are doing the same thing. I can give you their phone numbers or like you can talk to me and I feel like not being like being a first generation not only teaches you but it gives you a lot of connections for your future like for your siblings and everything. Yeah. I mean, my siblings todavía les falta bien harto, you know, para que vayan al colegio. Yeah. I mean, si me han dicho, you know, like, oh, you're setting the example, you know, si ellos quieren ir to a college far away, and I know they're doing soccer right now, and I'm always telling them, like, come on, you know, so you can get those soccer, you know, yeah, scholarships. Yeah, yeah, that's Siempre les diciendo. Yeah, that's how mine is, too. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, he plays for school, and he plays in a club, so, and I mean, I guess, um, like, look, if you want to go to school and play there, because he wants to go to Fayetteville. Mm-hmm. So I'm just like, go ahead. I mean, do what you gotta do. <laughs> I mean, I don't know about the sport way because I didn't play sports, but I'm pretty sure. I mean, it's not hard going to a website and like getting a yeah. phone number. Like, you know, we're here to help, and I guess that, that's a good thing about being first generation because we're setting the example. Yeah. Nuestros hermanos y hermanas. Yeah, because so. I feel like for me, like most of my support system was other first gen students, like. That was the whole support system. Porque... Can I say this on here? <laughs> La gente blanca, like, like, siempre decían, like, oh, wait, at A-State, like, I'm going to go to A-State. I don't know what other colleges, and I'm just like, where is that at? Like, I don't... Like, I didn't even know about Arkansas Tech until you you went. Yeah, yeah. And then I got a paper in the mail. Like, I, I didn't even know where UCA was. <laughs> that's in that's a struggle, and I feel like really like people don't i feel like a lot of people so okay so did y'all know y'all were first generation students 
I didn't know. Not by definition, but like, I mean, yeah. I definitely knew that, like, my parents. I thought first generation referred to like out of your your whole family, you know, like oh. including like mm-hmm. cousins, uncles, yeah, grandparents. Like, I thought that was first generation. I didn't think it was just like your, like, your immediate yeah, family. Yeah, your immediate yeah. family. Yeah, that's how I thought. I thought too, but then I was like, but like you know, también viene de your support system, porque todo depende en la escuela y así como todas mis amigas dijimos, okay, vamos a ir a la universidad, pero nunca dis- like yo de todo mi grupo fui la única que me fui lejos. Todas se quedaron en Little Rock, and it's just like you know, it's different because like. Okay, I'm gonna go to another city where I don't know anybody. And it's just like, what am I gonna do? And like, the whole process, like the housing process, like I did that on my, like on my own and I didn't even know. Cause how am I gonna go ask my mom? And ellos no fueron a la escuela. Le digo, es que no sé cómo aplicar para esto. Mm-hmm. And they're gonna be like, pues Leslie busca. That's all they're That's gonna all, say. Yeah. Pues busca. Like, exactly, like, girl, get in there. And I'm just like, and like, who I, who was I gonna ask? Like, you know, because other people just stayed in Little Rock or they left to other schools and like sometimes it's like no como da, no no es que me dé pena pero a veces sí como por qué les voy a preguntar a ellos porque van a decir y esta niña no sabe o qué sus papás no le enseñan yeah and it's porque I don't know I guess it's just like that's how we think if you think about it and it's just it's, it's just crazy but I'm glad that if we think about it like we're here now like we've gone through that and you know mm-hmm. like you said like we have other first gen students and like i feel like it is just it just depends on the people who you ask and sometimes you just you know you just have to ask people porque como dicen this, this one boy said Clo- closed mouths don't get fed <laughs> so that's the way I think. that's yeah that is true because like uh i mean whenever i transferred it take it was hard for me because like um no, I emailed my advisor and stuff, but like he wasn't able to help really help me on everything. He just sent me a code and he was like, "Here, go ahead and register for your classes." And I was just like, "Like, what do I take? I don't know." So like, I asked around because like, I mean, I knew you at the time and other people and like your friends, and they would be like, "Okay, so this is how you do it," and that's how, and I was just confused. I was I was actually like like you, you know, I mean, you're from. A, an hour away from here, right? Mm. So are you. I'm like, I'm lucky enough that I live like down the street. So that helped a lot too uh, with my parents and like them helping me decide to like come here and like keep keep going with school. I am. But I think we got what we wanted to tell everyone that, you know, being a bilingual first generation student is it's not hard. I mean, it's hard, but it's not easy. It's both. And we're setting the example for others, our siblings, our cousins. Like, they can reach out to us now that we're first-generation students going to college and are going to graduate. Así que, a todos los que nos están escuchando, no tengan pena. Y por eso estamos todos aquí para poder apoyarnos en todo lo que necesitamos. So, Please make sure to check out our social media platforms. We are on Facebook and Instagram. On Facebook,